You're listening to WXXI. I'm Jasmine Singer. The Rochester City School District announced on Thursday a student health care initiative. Students across the district will have access to telehealth for physical and mental health needs during school hours. The district is also expanding on-site mental health clinics to reach students at 16 different schools. The expansion is backed by a grant from the New York State Office of Mental Health. Sarah White-Smith is the director of Rock the Future Alliance's Whole Child Initiative. She says this initiative is exactly what students and parents need most. This is not only a win for Rochester City School District, for our community, for our families, but most important for our most precious resource, which is our children. We know that this, that this fortifies our commitment to improving outcomes so that every child can reach their fullest potential. The rollout of services is expected to take up to four years. A leader with the children's agenda says the plan is to create a sustainable model so that students and families will be able to access care for generations to come. The New York State Public Service Commission met today to review customer service performance by state utilities, including New York State Electric and Gas and Rochester Gas and Electric. NYSEG and RG&E both did not meet their call answer rate, customer satisfaction survey, percent of estimated bills, and PSC complaint rate targets, incurring NRAs of $8.7 million and $5.9 million, respectively. PSC staff members told commissioners that both utilities blamed staffing issues for not meeting customer service goals. NRAs are negative revenue adjustments, and the PSC says those financial penalties will be applied in the next rate case for both NYSAG and RG&E. RG&E issued a statement saying both utilities continue to make significant improvements and investments. That includes lessening customer wait times, improving the accuracy of billing, and hiring hundreds of staff. Governor Kathy Hochul announced a new enforcement action to crack down on illegal cannabis shops in New York, which do not have regulated products. This does not have the New York State seal of approval, that you do not know what product could possibly be laced with or have other uh, contaminants. And that is a risk that people should not be able to take. Unlicensed businesses are now subject to fines of $10,000 a day. If businesses continue to sell after they received a violation, the state can pursue a court order to shut them down and padlock the store. Hochul says illegal shops deny the state tax revenue anticipated from legitimate dispensaries. Forty percent of the revenue goes to the Community Reinvestment Fund, which helps communities impacted the most by enforcement of cannabis sales in the past. We also want to use the rest of the money for public education, safety, protect our kids. And so making these so illegal sales aren't just unfair and unsafe. They're also unjust. Legal cannabis dispensaries will have a verification tool near their entrance with a QR code that can be scanned to confirm the store's state licensed. The state recently confiscated 1,000 pounds of cannabis from 31 businesses across the state. 
Thursday, public officials announced plans to expand facilities at Lollipop Farm. The project is expected to cost $20 million in total. The goal is to expand the Humane Society's ability to care for more animals as well as add an education center. David Swinford is the vice chairman of the board of directors. He says he sees this project as the logistical next step for the organization to meet its growing demands. So, you know, we got a case, what, a year and a half ago with 900 animals. We have the uh, Gates-Cats case right now that's 170 animals. We need space to take care of the large influx of animals that come in from time to time. And you can find more local news on our website, wxxinews.org.